You're listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. Hello, everyone. This is Liz Harvey coming to you from our studios in New York City, where we are dedicated to bringing you top-quality advice from many of the leading expert professionals across the U.S. In today's episode, we are speaking with Dr. John Silva. Dr. Silva is an honors graduate from Barry University in Miami, where he received his pre-medical degree. He also graduated with honors from Life University in Marietta, Georgia. Continually striving to provide his patients with the most effective natural therapies, he also lectures on the subjects of neuropathy and the effects of stress on human health. Dr. Silva has been in clinical practice since 2001 and has helped patients from infants to seniors with many musculoskeletal problems, arthritis, autoimmune disorders, spinal problems, and various neurological conditions. His practice is in Jupiter, Florida, and his current treatment methods are non-invasive, drug-free, and very effective. Today we're going to talk about a very important topic, ADD and ADHD. Hello, Dr. Silva. How are you today? I'm doing very well. Thank you, Liz. Well, thanks for joining me. So what is ADD and ADHD, and what is happening in the body and brain of someone affected by it? Well, let's start first by defining ADD and ADHD, what those acronyms stand for. So ADD is Attention Deficit Disorder, and ADHD is, for the most part, the same thing, but with the hyperactivity component. And I want to also add that this is, uh, of course, very common, and we hear it commonly associated with children, but this is also very common in adults as well. What's happening in the brain with somebody that has attention deficit disorder or ADHD is what I've come to realize in clinical practice over the years is systemic inflammation of both the brain and the body. And just to further describe what systemic inflammation is, it's a low-grade inflammation that affects all the cells of the body, including the neurons in the brain. It's one of the most common attributes that I've seen in clinical practice. Another attribute that we see that can be measured with a diagnostic that we do to map the brain called QEEG technology is we see an increase of what's called delta brainwave activity in most kids and adults who suffer with ADD and ADHD. And when we have increased delta activity, it can cause the condition itself. And what are some of the warning signs that someone may have ADD or ADHD? Well, some of the common warning signs are difficulty focusing or paying attention. Um, can also be associated with anxiety. Um, people can tend to forget easily. They may suffer with mood swings. Um, oftentimes they may show symptoms or signs of fidgeting, especially with children. Uh, they may have a lack of restraint. Um, of course, short attention span, um, irritability, excitability, and in some cases it can even express itself in anger or a combination of any one of these symptoms together. Um, and again, this can be common in both kids and adults. And particularly with the ADHD, the person has difficulty not only paying attention but also has a tough time of just staying still. As a lot of my patients often describe, young and old, that they just seem they just can't seem to shut their brain off, can't seem to shut their mind off. Their mind is always going, even when they try to re- purposely relax or rest or take a nap or even try to go to sleep. Their mind is just constantly going, and their body is constantly going. 
And how is ADD and ADHD diagnosed? In conventional medicine and psychiatry, ADD and ADHD is typically diagnosed by um, an examination, um, interviewing the patient or the parents of a child, um, recognizing the symptoms and traits as they present in a clinical history. There are standard neuropsych evaluations or questionnaires that a person can complete uh, to determine the diagnosis. Now, in our realm of practice, we use a brain mapping technology called QEEG brain mapping, where we can actually look at brain function where the des- that both of these disorders actually stem from. So, of course, we do look, we take a very thorough cl- uh, clinical history. We listen to the person explaining their, their, their symptoms to make that diagnosis, but even further still, we want to look at what's going on in terms of brain function that is causing the ADD or ADHD. For people suffering from ADD or ADHD, can changes to their diet help improve their condition? Oh, most definitely. We we often see this. In fact, that's part of how we help our patients is not only with the therapies that we provide, such as the EEG neurofeedback therapy and brain mapping, but we do advise on, on uh, nutrition, proper diet, and uh, oftentimes we've seen just sometimes dietary changes in both kids and adults can make a huge impact. And one of the most common things I can recommend right from the beginning is people start to pay attention to what we call pro-inflammatory foods. As I mentioned earlier, one of the things that I've seen in clinical practice and a lot of neuroscientists and doctors who practice this way can agree is ADD and ADHD, one of the more common um, um, traits of this or causes is the systemic inflammation, this low-grade inflammation in the brain. So eating foods that are pro-inflammatory, meaning they cause inflammation, you want to cut back or even eliminate those completely and eat what are called non-inflammatory foods. Um, And this is how we advise our patients, but it's amazing just doing that and giving that some time um, can make a big difference in a person's condition. And are there other ways to help treat people with ADD or ADHD without using prescription drugs? Oh, most definitely. In, in our pr- clinical practice and in, in, in looking at it from a non-drug perspective, neurofeedback therapy is at the core of what we do. And again, neurofeedback therapy is using EEG technology, not only, di- not only diagnostically to map dysfunction in the brain that's causing the ADD or ADHD, but it's also used therapeutically to help regulate the brain and restore proper brain function. It's completely non-invasive. It's a way to train the brain towards normal function. In addition to that, uh, brainwave entrainment therapy, using light and sound stimulation either at a in the convenience of a patient's home or in a clinical setting is also wonderful for ADD and ADHD. And, of course, addressing underlying metabolic issues such as inflammation, oxidative stress, even toxicity that could be uh, causing the brain to become dysregulated and not functioning properly, causing the symptoms of ADD and ADHD. Well, thank you, Dr. Silva. We know you are busy, so I just want to thank you for your time and your help today. Very good. Thank you so much. And for our listeners across the country, if you are interested in speaking with the doctor, please visit www.drjohnsilva.com or call 561-631-2851 to schedule an appointment. And on behalf of our team, we want to thank you for listening, and we look forward to bringing you more top-quality content from our country's leading experts.
You've been listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. 